0: episode nine of the Dime Boxing with Delco podcast. Today's another special episode. It's our second episode having a guest on. I'm joined by Delco Rips. I'm also joined by Ferdinand. Delco Rips, say what's up. Yo,
1: what's up? What's up, guys? Happy to be back for episode nine.
0: Ferdinand, how do you feel being on? Introduce yourself to the people. Tell them about your story and the hobby.
2: Let's see. Um, my name is in the hobby is Ferdinand. My real name's Anthony Alentrio. Um I really appreciate you guys having on. Just want to start out by saying that big fan of the podcast. You guys are killing it. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um for the in terms of how I started the hobby, I have a kind of a basic story. Started out like most other people buying cards when I was little big football fan. I played football and basketball my whole life. So my parents, my grandparents always buying me cards, buying me random packs. And I had two giant, like clear plastic containers just full of pride, two or 300 cards. And then in 2021, June 2021, my best friend, Sean, he's big on memorabilia. He was like, yo, come to the show with me. I'm like, all right, I don't, I'm seeing like the hobby on TikTok and stuff, but it was never really like something like I thought I'd be back in. And then I got there and it was sports cards galore. So I'm like, yo, I was like, I'm not buying any cards. Maybe I'll buy some men. And I ended up buying a bunch of cards. Like I bought a Tyrese Maxi Prism draft picks rookie. And I was like, yo, this is a Maxi rookie. We're getting rich. <laughs> like I'm gassing it up. I bought my first slab that day too. Drew Lock optic rated rookie PSA nine. It was my first slab I ever bought. So yeah, that's kind of how I got back into the hobby. Went to the Philly show in June 21. And after that, I started like watching like streams on tiktok like backyard breaks i just like saw right away and i watched them sometimes to this day but yeah that's kind of what got me like back in the hobby after all them years of just having boxes of cards under my bed so
0: you got in a kind of like a tough time there june 2021 because i feel like since then the hobby has kind of seen a decrease in prices do you feel like since you've joined you've kind of just seen prices plummet downward
2: yeah, no, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's been, what, not even two years yet, so I'm still kind of, like, learning, like, prices and, like, trying to feel stuff out. Like, I try and do some insight, like, listen to your guys' podcast and just, like, Instagram and TikTok, stuff like that, but now I definitely have seen a lot of price reduction and the value of cards, like, trending downwards as of late. Yeah, I feel like that's the tough thing about people who have joined, which is
0: why I'm glad to see that you've stuck with it. It makes me think, like, how many people joined around that time or shortly before then and have just kind of went running for the Hills. Cause it is weird to join something and just see prices go downward.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I had, again, coming into it, I had no idea, no insight. So I'm just going through like dollar boxes, grabbing big name guys. I'm like, yo, I'm going to get rich. I have this rookie card or this numbered card, but no, I mean, it's, I kind of just feel as though that that never really bothered me. I like to, th- I'm a collect, I like to collect stuff. I'm a big sports guy. So I don't really look at it as like, yeah, it sucks. The prices are dropping, especially like some of the guys I have money into now, but I just enjoy collecting cards, like seeing what other people have and the cool, just different types of cards. And I like to collect guys that I like, like if they won me a fantasy football league or like my favorite, like you guys know, I have so much Baker Mayfield what is he doing I just have a lot I like him as a player so I try and like not look at it as more of like like I try not to look at the money aspect too much although it kind of sucks losing money on an investment per se but now I just I kind of just enjoy collecting going to shows hanging with the boys and seeing what other people have.
0: Heck yeah, man speaking of going to shows our boy Delco is out on, on the other side of the country this past weekend, Delco, tell them why you were out there in the crazy land of California.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, the Burbank art show was this last p- weekend. Uh, it was, it, you know, honestly, it was awesome. Uh, there was a ton of energy there. Uh, you could grade, you know, uh, on the first night, you could grade with PSA and get it back in the same show. Um, you could grade same show with Beckett. Um, you know, there was other grading companies on site too, taking submissions. Um, so there was just like every you know, SGC was there, everybody that was in that uh in the hobby that you would want to be there and kind of participate with was at the show. So from that alone, you know, it really was awesome and everything went pretty smooth. Um, everybody had Wi-Fi and 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 all of that. And I mean, I sold my uh, 50, I had a 53 Bowman set. I sold the entire thing. So, uh, that was good. Um, so the, there was money flowing. And, uh, while I was working, uh, for Collects and Car dealer pro, I still had my one showcase out and I had the, the set and the guy walked up and, you know, he paid me a, a nice number, uh, to make some money off of it. And, uh, You know, I was able to get a little scalp uh, from my buy from the last Philly show. Um, And yeah, so I was happy with that. And uh, but just overall, the show, the show was really good from start to finish, Uh, especially Saturday uh, was really bumping. And uh, they had a trade night upstairs, uh, you know, kind of at the same facility. Um, And everything was just really classy and, you know, organizationally run well. Shout out to EJ uh who runs the show uh he does a great job and uh, I also went to Burbank card shop for the first time awesome card store uh you know they had just an incredible assortment of singles and I realized too the show is the shop was kind of cleaned out for the show uh because I was there like one day before and I still like loved their inventory um so yeah I mean that it was a great experience. I highly recommend if you're if you're in LA to check out Burbank Card Shop as well.
0: Is it true that at the show they had four dudes set up just buying with huge lines in front of them when people came in? Was that like a real thing?
1: I didn't think it was like as big of an attraction as that, but yeah, like they did have four buyers uh, from the card shop set up buying and looking at collections and cards. Um, I really didn't like, I, you know, that the word of that didn't get around to me, but I may have been distracted, like, because I was like heavily working my own booth and situation. Um, but yeah, I would have liked to take some cards over to them and get cashed out if they. Were, I don't know what they what percentage they were paying or how strong they were paying. I wanted to sell because I brought a bunch of Rui Hachimoras. I don't know. Did I, Did we talk about that uh, yeah, last week? Okay, uh, yeah. So I sold. I sold two of them for half of what I paid for the lot so I still have five Rui Hachimuras for like 250 total cost um anyway but uh yeah so that was successful and then um yeah I don't even know what I was talking about other than that well where, where where was I going with
0: that down the 53 Bowman set
1: Oh, yeah. So yeah, I did end up selling that. Uh, so overall, overall successful and in, in, in cash flow event. Um, and uh, yeah, I was happy with
0: it. Damn, so cash was flowing in the room there. It seems like that's the word that a lot of shows that we've heard. Do you think in flipping your Bowman set, like, were you happy with the number you got? And do you think sending a bunch of them to SGC like made the difference?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was pretty happy with the number I got. I think I could have, I wish I, I I think I realized, you know, for my purposes and traveling around, like the idea of bringing 160 cards uh, is not ideal. Like it's not, it's not portable. And I didn't want to have a binder all the time. And I didn't want to have like all the cards in the set. So he basically made me like a little 20% profit off of what I paid. And at the end of the day, it was kind of just like, well, I don't really want this anymore. Like, here you go. Um, and it, I, I liked a lot of it, but it just wasn't worth it. So I just took kind of the money and decided to to move on. Um, but, you know, all in cash, it was really nice to kind of start off with that. And then I picked up uh, Donovan Mitchell, Rookie Kaboom, uh, the horizontal one where he's dunking. It's pretty cool. So I was happy with that pickup. And uh, I picked up some other odds and ends, like a lower Marion uh, Kobe rookie numbered to 2000, uh, Allen Iverson, orange tops chrome, where he's getting guarded by uh, Lou Williams. uh, And uh, yeah, a couple other like odds and ends throughout the show. So, you know, it it was fun as as per usual, but it was my first show, like hardcore, like working and then also being like a collector for free at like a great card show and I will say that was like pretty awesome to be on somebody else's like dime be like at work doing my thing but at the same time like selling my cards and participating in the hobby that I love like that was kind of a cool moment for me um and a good opportunity from collects we also visited uh Dodger Stadium um which was awesome uh super cool and to just like, you know, hear all the stories about all the Dodger legends. Uh, Big Poppy signed underneath uh, the, when you go underneath and you're walking from like <clears throat> the, uh, to go to like the bullpen, uh, there's like all these plaques of each team. And like on the Red Sox, Big Poppy signed it. And on the Yankees, Mariano Rivera signed his name. It's pretty cool. So uh, there was a couple autographs just like on the wall uh, that players had signed in the tunnels of uh,
0: Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I saw you posted a picture that, and you brought a card with you, right? Sandy K.
1: Yeah, I ended up selling that while I was in Burbank. But yeah, I I did bring. We brought we brought the Sandy Koufax to Dodger Stadium, and then I brought it to the Burbank show, and then ended up selling that card. Um, But I have some more. I have a bunch more Sandy Koufax cards uh, that I've been buying on PWCC. He was an awesome pitcher, a great left-handed pitcher, uh, kind of the the real like gem of the mid '50s uh and just a cool guy so and he's still alive and you know may see that may see that not alive bump uh which is kind (laughs) of cynical but and he may see that bump in in the not too distant future uh and uh yeah he's kind of an underappreciated thing i think like the vintage guys that are pitchers are are guys to go after and acquire like cool vintage sets uh like him and even like nolan ryan uh, Warren, Spain, a couple of guys like that. So yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. You say you made like 20% on that set. And like it doesn't seem like that's like a huge profit or something to be thrilled about. But when you think about it, you've had it for less than a year. You got 20% cash profit on it. Like, think about what type of place could you have put. Like now I know Bitcoin's been doing well, or <laughs> all the crypto's been doing well, but like in terms of like actually putting your money somewhere decently safe and seeing a return, like in a savings account in eight months, you'll get maybe a 2% return if you got a really good account. So it's like seeing 20% cash return. That's a nice flip. Like that's something that I've been like taken from. Like I was listening to the new like card talk pod. And like one thing they mentioned on there was like, when they talk about their play of the day, like somebody made a hundred bucks on a play and they're like, yeah, oh, that's not that big. And then they're, they freeze and they're like, that's hundred bucks. Like that's pretty big. Like to make to make a hundred bucks just on doing cards. Like that's pretty. So that's cool to see. Like even like twenty percent cash return is like still decently solid. Did you stay out there for the Super Bowl or did you make it back to Philly?
1: So I made it back to Philly. My flight was at six forty five out of LAX. So I but I was in Ontario, which is a while away. So I took an Uber at four a.m. Uh, really ended up being like three forty. And I got to LAX and then my flight was on time and everything. So I got home at 3 p.m. Uh, so I was home in time for the Super Bowl. So I just like watched it and uh yeah, that was my that was my Sunday. So that's a good segue into the Super Bowl um and off of the Burbank show. But the Super Bowl, man, like it's so surreal, like all, your team being in the game, and like you know, I think we're all Eagles fans. So I know me, me and Dime. Uh, uh, and and isn't an Eagles fan, but but Dimes is so. When, like when your team is story. in the <laughs> is in the is in the Super Bowl and you're like, all right, like you know, I'm watching this and it's my team. It is such a weird feeling, and they really played such an awesome game. Uh, they just you know got kind of out coached, uh, and out maneuvered, and couldn't get a stop. And Mahomes ultimately uh was pretty damn good uh and it it, it sucks because like I felt like they they outdid my expectations like they outdid themselves every game the whole year including the Super Bowl and somehow lost and uh yeah it kind of blew what did you think dimes of the Super Bowl
0: it's tough like I know even Bradbury said he held him at the end and I hate to bring it to the one call but then you see people saying maybe he did. Did you? I don't know. Did you see Juju, uh, the Valentine he posted? That was, and then A.J. Brown clapped right back at him. I mean, Eagles look good. Defense, not good. Jalen Hurts, awesome. <laughs> Jalen Hurts was, I thought, you know, I, I get it. The fumble ball slipped out of his hands. You know, I thought overall he really played a good game. I mean, short yardage, he's unstoppable with that running play. You just hope that I feel like that that system is so reliant on a couple guys up front, like maybe Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, who might not be playing with Jalen Hurts that much longer because they might not be in the league too much longer. Like I feel like stuff like that kind of worries me, but I want to kick it to uh, my man Ant. actually has kind of sports talk podcast. So tell us first what you think about the Super Bowl and then tell us that uh, the podcast you've been working
2: on. Yeah, so the Super Bowl, I was actually up in Philly at a uptown beer garden in Center City. Good time. <laughs> Enjoyed the game, but now real quick before I get into it, in Center City after the game, you could have heard a pin drop. It was silent. Like, there was no, no one was talking. You didn't hear anything. There was It was dead silent in Center City. So it was kind of, like, scary. It was giving me a little anxiety. I'm like, yo, like – what like because it's never like that in any like like bigger city I guess like you never hear just dead silent but you could have heard a pin drop but nah I think that it was a great Super Bowl one of the best Super Bowls I ever watched Um, the Eagles defense though I do think that the defense really didn't show up and I think that that's going to be a big part of the Eagles offseason kind of like how we saw the Chiefs a couple years ago when they lost to Tampa because they got exposed on the O-line and they went out and put $100-plus plus million and multiple draft picks into the O-line. So I think that's something we could see the Eagles do. I know their cap situation isn't the best, but they do have two first-round picks, a top-ten pick, end of the first-round pick. They have solid picks to where they can go out there and add pieces to the defense. They did just lose their offensive and defensive coordinator, which hurts a little bit. I think – if I had to guess the quarterback coach or Nick Sirianni will be calling the offense next year, but the defense, losing the defensive coordinator with a lot of guys getting older and with the defense, not playing that good in the Super Bowl, that definitely hurts. And I think that's going to be something like to watch out for this off season and even going into next season, what the Eagles do, who they bring in and how they perform on the defensive side of the ball early on next season. Absolutely.
0: And uh, tell us about The Greatest Podcast on Turf.
2: Yeah, The Greatest Podcast on Turf is a podcast that my best friend since seventh grade and I talked about literally back in seventh grade. We would find ourselves constantly playing mad and playing 2K, just debating sports, literally saying, yo, we need to do this on YouTube or a podcast. So literally at the end of 2020, we go to the same college. I'm like, yo, like, let's actually do it. So it's it's called the greatest podcast on turf. It's a primarily football podcast. It's available everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, anywhere. We could do all things football, literally fantasy football, bets of the week. We cover NBA now that football's over. We do UFC every time there's a big card. And we're even gonna, we're starting to look into doing some baseball content, maybe bringing in another person or two to do strictly baseball content for us, or even if we do it. So we're kind of like, A jack of all trades. We like to talk about literally everything, and but we're primarily football. I would say like during fantasy football, the NFL draft season, the NFL regular season. I mean we're really booming, uploading three, four, five times a week. So yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me talk about the podcast.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. See you're uh, doing that. I hope it continues to grow. Everyone definitely go check that out on YouTube, I believe, and also. Every, anywhere.
2: Anywhere you can find content, we're there.
0: Heck yeah, that's how, that's how you do it, man. That's a good way. So, you're talking about baseball at the end there, bringing on baseball a little bit. One thing I want to jump to, which shocked me, Top Series One Baseball dropped today. I had no idea that this would ever happen. There's cut autos of legitimately the biggest stars to ever play baseball Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Jackie Robinson have cut autos in paper tops which is crazy hobby boxes are like 90 bucks apparently I haven't tried to go to a store I'm sure it varies based on the store you go to I was very tempted today to try to scoop a box and rip because I was thinking like what if I just get a box today rip it tomorrow morning have the cards ready to go out to PSA tomorrow morning and then get them back like you would think you got to be one of the first people to start having them pop especially now that PSA just uploads those photos that like you could list it on you know you could maybe sell wait, it wait
1: wait dimes did you see the SGC special that goes with top series one nine dollars how did I miss that? dude tell us
0: about this dude
1: yeah yeah I, I didn't know you didn't know that so yes yeah, so today SGC announced a partnership with tops and top series one for a $9 grading special for all top series one cards uh, starting right now. Um, so yeah, as she sees back to to undercut the market on its particular set, but I think that's going to be really big. Uh, this, you know, you're going to see it's Adley Rushman. It's uh, there's big, there's big prospects in top series one this year and you're going to have gold cup, uh, rare gold cup cards of Julio and Wander, and other uh, big names as well, so expect a high volume of this ca- these cards to go to SGC for grading.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. That's actually fire. Now, I'm definitely going to get my hands on maybe one or two, or if I'm really feeling like a degenerate, three hobby boxes. Who knows? Maybe go live on the Dime Boxing with Delco Instagram when I rip them, But you guys aren't following that, definitely follow it because i'll make sure it's a movie if i'm if i'm ripping a box on there but that actually now makes it even more worth it because you're right there's like a lot of solid rookies you could get like between all the other stuff for nine bucks to grade it, and then you still have that long shot at hitting a freaking cut i mean i wonder if the cut autos are just one out of one i would think there's a chance but that was just like shocking to me that they're putting cut autos of freaking Babe Ruth in top series one and now that they have this special I really want to try to get my hands on a couple boxes did you see
1: the the big change too is that now instead of these like mysterious codes for SSPs they just flat out say SSP on the back um, which is a huge change and strategic direction from fanatics uh, basically directly. Um, you're already seeing fanatics kind of put their imprint on the product uh, the overall design though I don't know uh, it has it kind of features like a full-length action shot of the player and then like a head shot also of the player and then the name uh, and the and the team which is like a lot so that's kind of uh, you know that that that's something to be seen I don't know how that'll hold up uh, but I do love the 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 it them calling out the SSPs rather than you have to be some sort of like photography like expert on a on a year to know that you're looking at uh an SP in top series one. So I'm I agree with you. I'm gonna go get a box. Like I think I might go whether it's today or tomorrow, or it'll be today, uh that maybe tomorrow, uh, to go go to my hobby shop and get um one box to to just you know try my hand at, at this just
0: for fun dude why not today it's only 8 30 i think you got to go out tonight
1: there's no buy- hobby body there's no hobby shops open at eight maybe i can maybe i can go to lids you know because like, oh, you know li- like that's the new plug like lids has hobby 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 stuff now nah, i got i'm only buying it from ILCS uh media card and ski half Uh, That's my guy, uh, Jim, uh, over in Media PA. It's a hobby shop that uh, is also a ski shop in the winter, ski rental shop. So he's an OG, uh, made it through uh, all the tough times and cards uh, by grinding uh, entrepreneur style, but he still has an allocation and he still has tons of cards in there. So
0: Oh yeah, that's all. I love to hear your support in the local. I know, you know what? I was looking to go to that one you had gone there. It opened up in uh, Malvern, and I free- I looked online. I'm like, all right, series one, and it said they're closed. I guess maybe they're closed on Wednesdays, or maybe they're closed. I was saw that, and I was like, oh man, not not the best day to be closed. The day that series one comes out. But I'm glad. I am extremely glad that they're finally saying SSP. It used to be like. All right, here's the short print list. It's like purple Gatorade, mascot in third row, like bat to the right. And it's like, oh, I got mascot in fourth row, orange Gatorade, bat to the left. It's like, oh, that's a common. There's a million of those.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, all right, mascots in the third row, purple gatorade, bats between his legs now. Oh, that's a short, short, short print, even though it's not numbered. That's get you you're gonna have to just know that. Like I, I remember like ripping a tops blaster maybe two years ago. I'm like trying to look through the photos and be like, do I see anything odd here? Cause like, that'll be short print, like tongue sticking out chin up to the left short print, but it's a super short print. He's got his chin pointed down, he's winking. It's like, all right, thank God now it just says it on there. Cause that shit used to be complicated. <laughs>
1: 100 100
0: it used to be a horrible guessing game dude it'd be like all right what pose does this guy have to be doing what facial expression does he look surprised that's a short print if he looks devastated like something horrible just happened that's a short short print because we didn't print that many of those like that to me was just always the most ridiculous thing but yeah i'm glad nine dollars so is it the same as Bowman and chrome where it's anything that you pull out of there even if it's like an insert set
1: i didn't read the stipulations, so i don't want to i don't want to speak like fully on it i i think there might i saw someone say hobby only but i don't know what that means so i i don't because if if there's base cards in both in every product so i gotta look and read the stipulations but i just saw that today they announced it for series one that that for nine dollars special probably it's probably any card you want
0: yeah, I would think, yeah, because hobby only, they can't tell you. That's why I was just thinking, I wonder if uh, if the retail spots have gotten them. But I would assume retail probably comes out after hobby. Like, I don't think Walmart is going to have blasters. I don't know. What time is it? 8.26? Wouldn't that be a Dime Boxing with Delco Adventure if I took, if I freaking recorded in the car, me going to Walmart? <laughs> just ask the first employee I see there. Yeah, Series 1, you got it? <laughs>
2: She'd yeah, be like, "What?"
0: <laughs> like as soon as I walk in the store, I shout loudly, "Yeah, yeah, Yo, series one, who's got it?" <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like obviously, you know, series one
0: dropped today. Okay, I'll, I'll get dragged out of that King of Prussia Walmart, thrown back into my car.
1: Wait, I wanted to talk about King of Prussia, so I think it's up near there. Did you see the news that Nash Cards is opening a shop in King of Prussia?
0: No, where in King of Prussia? Is that that's fire,
1: yeah? Like right near the Philly show, uh, yeah. So, you know, they're like big, and they always have a table at the Philly show and everything, yeah. And Nash cards, which is you know in Nashville and in uh, and in Memphis, I think they have a store too. So now they're opening another store in King of Prussia, PA, near the Philly show. Um, and that'll be cool because, uh, you know. Na- you know nash cards is one of the largest sgc submitters i think they are the largest sgc submitters um in the world i think that was their claim to fame at one point so i don't know if that's still true but you know pretty yeah. cool to have another hobby shop in the area compete on price a place to go um to me it's only like maybe 20 25 minutes away so um you know i'm happy that there'll be another place here uh you know i'm always I'm always willing to go and try a new lcs
0: yeah i gotta check that out because like i love like sports connection is probably the best release in my opinion like the best shop i've been to but it's like that's pretty far from it you know doyle's town shall find like that's a little bit of a drive <clears> now <throat> to have something solid that could be right out here in king of pressure that would be fine like i wish I had something like Sports Connection closer to me. So if anything like that would come out this way, that would be fire because King of Prussia, it's surprised like there's everything out here, every type of store. There's just not many big, like there's that one in Malvern that was closed today on Top Series 1 release day, but maybe I'll go there. <laughs> maybe I'll go there tomorrow to get a box. I just, that no, to what me- What kind I
1: would... of hobby shop closes on Top Series 1 release
0: day? Animals. <laughs> and I, I you know what it's a little bit sad if you I, I you know what I got to go there tomorrow for <laughs> research purposes and ask them just curious I know it says on your website that you're closed Wednesdays but I have to know did you stay closed for top series one release day even though it was a Wednesday I have to know for research purposes and then I might also buy a couple of hobby boxes when I'm there but that that's that's fire that they're doing the nine dollar that actually just made my night right there i had no idea that was even happening dude that's hype but um pretty much that's i mean that's all i had that i was going to bring up this week you got anything else you want to bring up delco
1: no i think i think that's it we're going to a little bit of shorter episode this week but uh um we're going to come back strong and you know i appreciate having uh, uh Ant on and uh you know no thank uh, you guys
2: for having me seriously it was awesome i had a really good time
1: yeah thank you man thanks for coming on uh, we we appreciate you and uh yeah man we're um, i'm enjoying my time in the hobby and enjoying you know creating this podcast so if you made it this far thanks for listening and uh you know do us a favor and uh share with a few friends uh our podcast and help us grow Um, Thanks so much, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you next time.